Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with And welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast where we make lasting friendships that'll last forever and give newfound hope to an alien civilization that is sure to be saved. Wait, that's what we do here? Yeah. At least this week I'm, we are. I've been running this podcast wrong. I'm Mike, and I'm hosting. Uh, Zach had some internet issues, so once again, yeah, I'm jumping into hosting friendships. Con- How many times <laughs> yeah. has Zach bailed on us now? Well, listen, listen, this this was not his fault, and just so kind of letting says. the folks at home know, once again, I'm hosting with no prep, so let's see what happens! Uh, joining us is Joel. Yeah, that's me. I'm I'm a little crotchety this morning, apparently. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I mean, you usually kind of are. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. A little bit. <laughs> uh, also joining us is Emily. Hey, I'm I'm sick, but I should be okay. We should be fine. It's fine. God, this is going to be such a good episode. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a good one. Uh, speaking of which, and speaking of a lack of prep, joining us at the last second, we literally just like hit them up like, hey, we need another person. It's Frankie. Hey, I'm back. Uh, I was going to say Zach is here in spirit, but then I'd be afraid this spirit would trip me or something. Or summon Jebediah's spirit, which would be a bad thing. Mm, fair. <laughs> I seriously have no idea what y'all are talking about. <laughs> it's okay. Don't don't, okay. don't don't worry about it. <laughs> so, so Frankie, it's only been two weeks, but has anything Power Rangers related happened in your life? Uh, anything Power Rangers related? I actually have to double check my last my brain. Um, I've been playing more Chroma Squad. I still can't finish that game. Uh, that's the Power Ranger. Well, not Power Rangers. The Sentai based. Uh, Steam tactical turn-based thing that Saban forced them to put, like, inspired by Power Rangers on it, or they were going to sue them? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we talked about that a little bit. It kind of ironically helped them because it got their name out there in a way it wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, I still haven't finished it. A friend, uh, a friend who knows how much I like Power Rangers and Sentai gave it to me, and... Uh, I like it, but it, it's hard to get into the rhythm of it. 
I feel it, it takes a little bit to get going every time I start playing it again. Just like a tactical game? That's not a good thing for yeah. a mobile game. It's like... Well, I guess it's not a mobile game. Well, it's, it's a PC game, but it's like... Style. XCOM, except oh. you only control your five Power Rangers, and you're usually fighting either one boss or a couple of, like, putties, basically, or maybe a couple of putties and a boss. It sounds kind of... I like tactical games, so I might it's, give that a look. It's lot. fun. You can make your own rangers. Like, they have a couple of, of defaults, and then you can change the color. And uh, they have them separated by different classes, like leader, tactical, uh, support, and stuff like that. But you can make your red ranger support, and your pink ranger leader, or whatever you want, which is kind oh, of cool. fun. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you can change their names and stuff. It's... If you're a fan of this type of stuff, it's worth the shot. I think last time I checked, it was 5 or $10, so it wasn't too expensive. Radical. All right. Well, so uh, let's let's go ahead and jump into the Morphac Newsmanal. Morphac Newsmanal! Bunny! And uh, there's not a whole lot. Basically, uh, so some fans are mad right now that uh, that there was the. I, I think we actually talked about it before when it was announced that there was going to be like a, a figure based on the Gold Zeo Ranger, and it looked real good. Mm-hmm. Then it turned out that the actual toy came out, and uh, the color of the gold parts changed, and now it's just kind of a shitty mustard yellow. We have pictures here. I'm yeah, people really should have uh, probably seen that coming, I think. Well, so here's the thing. The legacy branding on Power Rangers toys has typically indicated a certain level of quality. Um, obviously, there's the, you know, high-end legacy collectible stuff, oh, like wow. the, you know, morphers and whatnot, where they're partly gold cast. But they've also been applying it to a bunch of action figures. Um, they did all of the Mighty Morphin Rangers, the um, one of the ninja ones, I forget which... And uh, the in Space Rangers and all those figures turned out looking really good. Like de- a decent number of points of articulation. The proportions were all like way better than the '90s action figures were. And so, like, I don't blame people for expecting that the prototypes level of quality from this, just based on the you know branding that they gave it. What they ended up with looks way more like something you would have gotten in the '90s or even today for like a current running show figure. You have pictures because all I can see looks pretty okay, but it might just be a random picture. Oh, is it this one? This one looks kind of weird. Uh, let me it, see. Yeah, it's, it's a quite a mustardy yellow. Uh, it's funny because like I'm on another podcast on AudienceP.com called War and Beast and we do um, little new segments where we talk about new toys for Transformers coming out. And um, the Dinobots have gold on them, right? So they what they did for them because apparently gold like chips really easy off toys like you can put gold on toys but it, it just like it doesn't stay it's not good so what they did with the Dinobot things is they have they have translucent plastic where the gold is and then the inside mm. is painted gold so it, like from certain angles you just see like a gold part of a Dinobot but then others you're like oh it's a translucent covering over it but I don't think they could have done that for like a human looking character I don't know if that would have looked weird I think. But, yeah. There's also a problem with, um, I don't know if this is still an issue, but I know back in the day, gold plastic would kind of 
change color over time. That like, too. Like, retain that gold look. So, like, yeah, like, it would, this was kind of like a... With the Dinobots, it was supposed to prevent that, but you can't really... Because, again, that, that works for a robot, like a blocky-ass robot, but, like, for a smooth humanoid Power Ranger guy, that would have been... Yeah, so I guess they, they just kind of had to make it yellow. It doesn't look very good, but... They could have gone with a better yeah. yellow is the thing. Like, there's a there's some sort of mattes, like, darker yellows that look kind of like gold that would have been better than the images I've been looking at. Yeah, based on the image you just shared, it looks like they were able at one point to make it look gold, or the prototype look gold. Well, yeah, the prototypes are always <laughs> going to look great compared to what yeah, you Yeah, because probably with cheaper stuff. But also... I kind of love this mustard ranger. <laughs> I kind of really, really like it. And I, I'm the weird person who likes mustard yellow. So I might be in the super minority here. It looks super goofy and I love it. I mean, like, are you a big fan of Clue? <laughs> I mean, yes. It, 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 the character was okay. supposed to be black and yellow. Like, it was a Bumblebee yeah. Ranger. That, yeah. I don't think it looks fine. I want a Bumblebee Ranger so bad. <laughs> So that's uh that's it for Morphag News and all. That's that's the kind of hot Power Rangers news you get from this podcast is two week old news about a toy being kind of shit. You can't even see the detail on it. That's that's the biggest problem I think. You can't see the writing on the shield or anything. Yeah, that that is a bummer. Has there been an insect Sentai team, or have they not done that because it kind of like fronts on Common Rider? Mm, I, I, I don't think so. I'm not aware of any insect-themed so. Sentai. Uh, That'd be cool. Sentai. We should do that. Yeah, and Bumblebee Ranger could be like the Six yeah. Ranger. That'd be cool. I would want. I mean, I'd be down. Uh, if my memory serves me correct, I'm gonna say no. I once spent uh, five hours with my friend uh, Ryan on the call as we went through every single Sentai costume and mm. we talked about them. Yeah, that sounds like a, that sounds like a day well spent. And yeah, I'm not, it and was, I'm not being sarcastic. It was very fun. It was it was very good. Blue Hercules Beetle Ranger, Red Fire Ant Ranger. Yeah, Ranch I was just about awesome. to say, what's our what's the team here? Um, hmm. Fire Ant's pretty hmm. good. Um, uh, blue would be Hercules. Yeah, Beetle, yes, Hercules absolutely. Beetle. I mean, you're basically just Heracross, right? Green would be Grasshopper or something like that, or Cricket, or Mantis. Could be any of those, really. Um, Mantis, absolutely Mantis. Mantis is the coolest of those. I know you had said Bumblebee as a sex ranger, but what if I mean, Bumblebee is regular ranger? And yeah, then it's the yellow ranger. Brown cockroach ranger as the six ranger. Oh god, cockroach. Get a cockroach, cockroach. Six ranger would be kinda rad. I like that actually. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, what about a what about a caterpillar themed green ranger that mm. whose Zord turns into a butterfly? That's good. Oh fuck, that is good. That's real good. Pink could maybe be Ladybug, even though Ladybug's a chip would be rad, but it just it's just kind of a cute image of a pink Ladybug ranger. I think ranger. there was a Ladybug-themed common writer, like secondary writer. Mm. Yeah. Hold on. I know I know they're not really bugs, but I want the sixth ranger to be a tarantula, just because I think you could do some really cool things with a, like, tarantula zord that, like, slots into the regular megazord. I think that works with the sixth ranger being not an insect, because he's a sixth ranger. I don't think anyone wants to see a giant mechanical spider in a city. <laughs> Nobody. I mean, Will Smith might show up then, at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anywho. Not enough clockwork. Uh, let's, I, d- I do want to do one thing uh, before we get to the episode proper. Okay, I just wanted to say, because you said butterfly, and it's in my head, 
this week I played Butterfly Soup, a uh, free visual novel. Go play it. It's probably one of my favorite games of the year. It's very gay and very good, and y'all should go play it. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I'll check that out. It's wonderful. Butterfly, butterfly Soup, okay. Okay. Uh, but before we move on, I want to I want to issue some corrections because I goofed up some Eric, things. Please put in our corrections theme now. You done goofed it. Okay, we, yeah, we, sure. We, we have a corrections theme now. Wait, we made a mistake. Um, Us? I don't That's know. Impossible. I'm not a regular host, so I'm gonna. Yeah, say- uh, we're not we're not a wellspring of factual accuracy. Apparently, <laughs> uh, two things from uh two weeks ago because what happens is uh when we record an episode the the episode two weeks prior has just gone live for like two days before uh and some folks were like hey mike you done goofed it Hmm. and so i was like okay i should probably acknowledge like on air what i done goofed uh so common writer black rx uh was a mainline common writer series but it was also uh like i said a sequel to a previous common writer series and apparently it is to date the only time a mainline Kamen Rider series has been a sequel to a previous series. Uh, but also, it apparently was not very good, and was the last season before Kamen Rider took a 10-year hiatus. Ooh. God. Yeah, so that's the thing, is uh, there are a few tokusatsu series that have been around longer than Sentai, like Kamen Rider and Ultraman and things like that, but every single one of them... Uh, went away for a while, mostly during the 90s. Uh, Toku kind of went through sort of a dark period uh, in the 90s. A lot of them just kind of going away for a while. So- and uh, Sentai was kind of the only, like, really big, like, dudes in suits fighting other dudes in suits uh, TV show for a while there. So was this concurrent to, like, was this the series concurrent, like, in time-wise? If they had kept going with Mask Rider... Would they have just have to like get suits and reuse footage since they couldn't like switch suits up for a new season since there wouldn't have been a new season for ten years? I possibly. So basically this this information is coming to me from uh from listener uh Waffleman, who I believe is Jeff, uh just telling me like, hey, yeah, so this is that's probably a big part of why they didn't bother to keep uh Masked Rider going, is because like they would have had to just get Toei to make like a sh- like a more of a show for them from scratch. Like they would have d- had to do like even beyond Zhu too. Like they would they it wouldn't even just be fights. Like they'd have to like they'd have to make the- they'd have to actually make a TV show all on their own. And uh, Saban didn't want to do that, hmm. so that that wasn't going to work. Also, speaking of which, apparently Master Rider, we were right about it being forty episodes, but we were wrong about it being one season. It got a 27-episode season, and then a 13-episode season, and then stopped. I, I don't know why it's divided like that. 27 is a really weird episode number. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it was originally slated for 27 episodes, and then, there, then it was like, it was doing just well enough in the ratings to be like, you know what, Let's maybe things will pick up. Let's let's renew it for another season, but not a full length one. Let's just do another thirteen episodes. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Master Rider didn't really uh, didn't really didn't really go very well. It just kind of yeah. It, it but the thing is, it's still it's two seasons, but it, it still effectively has less episodes than the first season of Power Rangers. Well, and indeed the second season. The so. first two seasons of Power Rangers are crazy. 
and nothing should be compared episode wise to it because there are a lot of episodes. Yeah, I know. It's it's just it's it's hard not to make that comparison. A sixty, yeah, a sixty episode season is insane. Yeah, no, it's fair. That's fair. more episodes than one a week. That's crazy. Like no other show except like news shows or not even like late night shows. Well, I guess late night shows, yes, but like no weekly show does that. Mm. Yeah. So, um, and one other thing that I got wrong that I ought to correct. Uh, so we talked about how uh, Jean Claude Van Damme got into a fight with Jason David Frank. Oh, we should definitely correct that. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I was like, wait, did he? Was he the dude that had like the people he kidnapped and sex trafficked and put in a dungeon? And that was not Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> that was Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, who is like one of the worst human beings. Yeah. So it was it was the other like former like martial arts action star that has not actually had much of a career for a while. Steven Apparently Seagal he, is a absolute trash fire garbage person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he spent, he, like, I don't think he actually acts anymore. I think he just kind of gets interviewed by Fox news from time to time now. Yeah. If, if, um, if you had said Steven Seagal, when, you know, we originally said it, I would be like, Oh, okay. But like, I was really surprised at Van Damme, but apparently he didn't, so that's good. Yeah, so I, I owe a serious apology to, to Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, I uh, can't believe bad. you ever doubted true American guile, Jean-Claude Van Damme, to ever do such a thing. <laughs> true American hero of Jean-Claude mm-hmm. Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Well, he's, he, plays, he plays the greatest American hero of all time, of all time. guile. Of all time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I will apologize to him. I will not apologize to Mass Rider for getting that other stuff wrong, eh. though. That's not happening. Eh. <laughs> Name me another American hero who can do a sonic boom. You can't. I'm sorry. No, I mean, like, every other Street Fighter is like, oh, we need to use key to do our energy attacks. Yeah. But he just moves his hands at the speed of sound and creates a sonic boom. He doesn't need no key. He uses the power of freedom. He's just American. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so, hey, do y'all want to get into the episode? Yeah. Yes, it's been a week since I saw it. Mm. I mean, is there anything else we could do? <laughs> I don't think there's anything else we can do. This is a very low energy episode, folks. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Come on, yeah, Woo! Power Rangers. Yeah, I just, reused, I just reused a joke from the Digital Moncast last night, but it doesn't matter because who knows when that'll come out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, three folks, this now. is season three, episode three, a friend in need. Part three. The grand finale of the first three parts. Hey, three threes. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we open in... Actually, I don't know. I assume this is the park because that's where the fighting always happens, but we're never actually specifically told this is the park. I'm not sure. I, I could beat this thing. Sneeze all over me, will you? I'll make you really sick. <laughs> uh, Kimberly is still sick. Or a river. Is, yeah, she's... Yeah, she's by a lake or something. It's the exact same shot that we ended on last episode, which is kind of interesting. And yeah, sad. actually, they stopped right in the middle of the scene. Yeah, like we've we've seen before uh, of this show, like they'll split multi-parters in by just wherever like the the eighteen minute mark happens to be. Mm-hmm. But this is like just literally the middle of a scene. Uh, but she's just like, oh, I got to take this thing down, and she's still sick. She's still sneezing. Relatable, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, the only way this could have been better is if they would have cut her off, like. Right as she was about to sneeze, 
for like the world's lamest cliffhanger ever. That would have been really good. That would have been really been good. good. <laughs> so she just she just kind of jumps at Repellator and they start wrestling, and then that's it. We we cut to the command center, and Alpha's freaking out like, "Oh no, Kimberly's so sick. She's losing to the Repellator. She's had to resort to Star Trek fighting." <laughs> <laughs> And Alpha's just trying to get a hold of the other Rangers. So, so here's the weird thing: when they sent, that means that when Zordon and Alpha agreed to send the Rangers to Edenoi in the first place, they had to have some inkling that they'd be out of like broadcast range, right? How are they planning on getting a hold of them and bringing them back home? Remember, the distance may affect your powers. Do not become involved in their conflict. Zordon, will you be able to contact us through our communicators if an attack arises? Yes. The new chip you've had installed will make that possible. Good work. We could just teleport back if we were needed. I don't... I wasn't... I'm going to be honest. I wasn't paying super close attention to the first two episodes when I watched them. I don't remember them specifically laying out anything about, you know, once you're on Edenoi, you'll be be unable to contact you, Rangers. No, they they, they said, like, your your powers will be weakened because you'll be so far away, but there was nothing about communication being a problem. They seem surprised that the communication isn't working, too, though, to be fair. Like, like, Alpha and Zordon are like, we're not going to be able to communicate. They're not like... So maybe Lord Dragon or Count Dragon or whatever his fucking title is. Yeah, um, there's some kind of Has, like, some sort of jamming device. I mean, a better show would tell us that. Right. Power yes. doesn't. What, it make, what this makes me think is that Sauron, and I always think this, Sauron has no idea what he's doing, and all his plans is just him improvising. Oh, absolutely, so, yes. So, of course, he didn't know communication wouldn't work. He had no idea. He just sent them somewhere and figured everything would be all right. There's a reason Zordon's reaction to everything is the thing I feared most has happened, is because he's yeah. desperately trying to make it sound like he knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah, absolutely. He's like how I GM, just improvise everything. <laughs> so he Sorry yeah, would be a so, terrible GM. I'm sorry, <laughs> I just hit no no. Zordon's that GM who doesn't actually give a shit about his players. <laughs> yes. He's 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 nothing like the great DM uh Devimon. You <laughs> enter the tavern and my the thing I feared most has happened. <laughs> uh, so there's orcs there. Yes, he he tells Alpha to do a sweep of all the available frequencies, which I don't think that'll really do anything. I, if the Rangers aren't broadcasting, what good is sweeping all the frequencies? You know, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, I, I, broadcasting across all frequencies would uh, give a chance of them picking it up if, on whatever. Well, no, because it still doesn't like. Why would the Rangers be tuned into a different frequency? They'd be yeah. tuned into the same frequency they're always using. It's just not getting through. I think this makes Soren no just, sense from a telecommunications perspective. I think Soren just wanted some music to cut the, the tension, so I was like, yeah, Alpha, just pick up some good tunes or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, find find me a good classic rock radio station. We've got a thing that's called Radar Love. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we cut back to the fight, and Kimberly's still sneezing all on this monster, and he eventually gets pissed off, but then the Repellator also starts sneezing, and every time he sneezes, the camera starts shaking, and we hear, like, an explosion sound. Like, there's not really any additional visual effects, but I think the idea is that every time he sneezes, there's, like, an earthquake. (laughs) Stop sneezing on me! Okay, that's it. If you won't fight fair, then I... 
Great. And she's just like, well, yeah, it's just like my grandma always said. Every time the earth shakes, a monster's sneezing. <laughs> it's probably whatever his power does, like shaking molecules. Every time he's sneezing, his power like explodes and yeah, he like scrambling shakes the, the molecules. molecules. Yeah. yeah. Man, so Kimberly's doing I had this all, completely really. forgotten that he scrambles molecules because it never comes up in this episode. No. Oh, no, it doesn't. The world is going to... So this is the thing that leads to the apocalypse and Power Rangers RPM. It just happened a very, very long time ago. <laughs> yeah, this set, this, set, this set the events <laughs> in motion. <laughs> That's Skynet. It's not Earth eh, stuff. God. Eh. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know how a computer is born. Maybe it has to do with molecules. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe it's multivac. Mm-hmm. It's 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 it happens when a, a mommy computer and a daddy computer love each other very much. Oh, and and Storkatron brings them a new computer. Well, no, explicitly like spoilers for RPM. Doctor K makes the the Skynet. Well, I know, but Storkatron is here. <laughs> also, now I wanna now I want a daddy robot, a daddy Megasaur, and a mommy Megasword, and then a Stork Megasword comes up and drops up their new weapon, a baby Megasword. That's oh, the yeah, best. It's like a little, and it's like a little like um those miniature gunpla proportions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a chibi megasword. That's amazing. I love that. It's a great nice. idea. So, but Timley starts uh, the blah 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 Ridiculous! I am repellent or impervious to your silly human sickness! Ha <laughs> ha! You have caught it! That's how it starts. First you get the sneezing and then you get this tickling in the back of your throat. <laughs> Remember, starve a fever, feed a cold! It's good. It's good. And he retreats. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge uh, Amy Jo Johnson's sick voice because it's very good. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, like it still sounds like her, but like she's she's low energy in a high energy way. If that makes sense, like it sounds like she's trying very hard to still be herself while she's not. Yeah, she's like, "Ha ha, you got sick too." <laughs> so we see her sneeze, and then we fade to commercial break, and then we fade back in, and we see the same sneeze. Yeah, but this time she's saying like, "Hey, I I ought to get a hold of Zordon and Alpha," and. Her uh, communicator beeps, and she talks to him. She's like, uh, she's like, hey, so what's up? And Alpha's like, hey, Kimberly, it's good to hear you're okay. And she tells him that Repellator ran away. I, I gotta say, I, I love the Kimberly-Repellator fight. From, like, the la- the end of last episode to this, it's, like, really funny. Like, I don't know. I just love the idea of, like, the sick of Kimberly being like, oh, I'm done with this shit, fighting this, like, <laughs> pathetic monster. Like, it's really funny. <laughs> it's the most interesting ranger on monster fight we've had in a long time because the whole yeah. being sick and getting the monster sick is an interesting like different direction to take it. Um, Kim's actually holding her own decently well before that which like is great because we all know Kim's the best. I also think it's funny that this monster mm-hmm. was supposed to beat all the power rangers and it can't yeah. beat one sink, sick p- pink ranger like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We also we talk I I think we talked about this at the end of last episode. It still, like, boggles my mind that maybe through, like, the air bit... I don't know how Kimberly got this monster sick. I don't know how that... Unless 
we go back to the suits or skin theory. I don't understand how hate that the theory. mucus could have come out so, out of her. Here's my alternate theory is when the monster scrambles her molecules, some of the sick oh. germs get out. Okay, that's really good. That's really good. Oh, like, he's, when, he's, he's, he's messing up her molecules, which is like putting him in with hers and kind of... The sick molecules yeah. is, is all bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> no, but the other thing could be like he's scrambling, he's scrambling her, but also scrambling the suit, so it leaves space between the suit and her face. So yep. when she sneezes, the the stuff comes out. Right, because we've seen those those helmets are somehow airtight because they've gone into yeah. space while wearing them. I mean, you don't need to be airtight to go into space, as it turns out. Well. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I forgot what the setting we're in. <laughs> <laughs> any any other monster powerful enough may have been able to beat a weak, sick Kimberly, but specifically this monster's powers are his undoing because of Kimberly's sickness. That's a really good theory. I like that. Nice. So, Mike, it's a fucking War of the World shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, we cut to the command center, and Zordon has a brilliant idea. He tells Alpha, Alpha, try contacting the others again, routing our signal through the galactic phase shifter. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then Alpha says, Of course, to cut through the interference. Right away, Zordon. Yeah, and it, sure. It, it works. Alpha, so, do some science bullshit. <laughs> so Zordon took some time while he was in this time warp to get a degree in engineering from Starfleet Academy, <laughs> is what I'm gathering from this. <laughs> That's some that's some straight up fucking Scotty bullshit. He needed to reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Right. Yeah. So we get a hold of Tommy and uh Tommy and Adam are you know, they take a moment out of their fight against these random ass fucking masked rider villains. I appreciate and the villains Tommy- decide to leave them alone for this conversation too. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, that's just war etiquette. Uh, Tommy starts talking to Zordon through his wrist about the need to get back to the, uh, need to get back home and help Kimberly with this monster. I actually, one thing I like is the fact that Adam, instead of using his own communicator, like, grabs Tommy's hand yeah. and yells Aww. into Tommy's wrist. It's really good. It's like, what's up? What, hey, Zordon, what's, what's going on, man? <laughs> is it good? It's like when you've... You know, you answer a phone call or whatever, and somebody's standing right next to you, like, leaning in, and they grab the phone to shout something. Do you think it's because, uh, it, was it Rocky who did this? Adam. Adam. It was Adam. Adam. Do you think it was because uh, Soren has actually, like, disabled Adam's communicator because he kept calling in complaining about trivial stuff? So now he thinks his communicator doesn't actually work? Yeah. Well, no, it, it's... Be- Zordon, like- what do I do if a girl likes me? Well, <laughs> explicitly, though, Tommy's the only one getting a signal because, like, later on, Billy runs up and he's like, Tommy, uh, what did Zordon say? And it's like, I don't know why Zordon's only targeting Tommy. Maybe he, maybe that's... The, I mean, nepotism. The signal could only hit yeah, one maybe, of them, I Yeah, guess. maybe they needed a very, very narrow band in order to do this mm-hmm. science bullshit. See, the, the, the reason is because... Sava actually increases the signal, so he needed to reroute it to Sava, and that only works through right. Tom. Yeah, it's it's kind of like if you okay. touch if your radio isn't coming in very clear, and then you touch the antenna, you yeah. amplify the signal. Yeah, yeah, the, the antenna is Sava. That's that's everyone knows that. Right. Yeah, that's science. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I really want Tommy with Sava to have an antenna topper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
the monsters over here, like the rangers talking about needing to, to leave soon. What is it? What did Zordon say? Trouble back home. We gotta wrap this thing up. One sass coffee break! Huh, you guys are the ones who's gonna take a break. Permanently. And they're like, oh, you're running away? And he's like, no, 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 we're gonna fucking kill you first. So, and that's kind of that. The fight resumes. And then we cut to Earth's moon. Masters, have you got anything I can take for this sore throat? What are you doing here? I've caught Pink Ranger's flu bug! Oh, for crying out loud, you call this a monster? The monster gets homesick, and it's real. It, it's not going well for him. Repellator's having a bad time. Now, he gets homesick. He doesn't get homesick. Oh. I missed you so much, Fister. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah, again, blah, blah, blah. if he didn't have his tongue out, maybe he wouldn't have gotten sick. If he just leaves yeah. his tongue out all the time. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, this mm. monster, like, is, like, licking stuff based. That does seem like a good way to get sick. <laughs> yeah. I do like um, the Netflix... Uh, Subtitles say that uh, I've caught Pink Ranger's fly bug. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. Just typos. Uh, <laughs> so Rita yells, Finster, get your like termite ridden carcass in here. And F- and Finster comes in and is like, hey, what's what's wrong, my queen? Well, listen, your, your monster got sick because all of your monsters are shit. Mm-hmm. Go fix it. And uh, we <laughs> cut back to Edenoi. And the fight is still going on, and ultimately, Tommy does this stupid thing uh, that I kind of love. He, like, he like traps one of the, the enemy's, like, hands between his own, like, hand and knee. It's like, hey, do you like traveling? And then the monster, like, straight up just goes, yeah? <laughs> well, have a nice trip! And then kicks him. <laughs> yeah, he does the have a nice trip, see you next fall thing. And then it's the dumbest thing. Is it now or later that he? It must be later. I didn't it's the see it. He's got another line later. That's just uh, Tommy. Tommy heard Kimberly saying that in the movie and was like, "That's a good one." <laughs> yeah, <that's> a good <laughs> one. yeah, yeah. And she's not here, so I can take credit for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is where the the masked writer villain started beating a hasty retreat. And then we cut back to the I don't know, like D plot. And it's fucking Bulk and Skull just sitting in the woods in shitty Power Rangers costumes. Well, it's the BS plot for Bulk and Skull. That's a good one, too. They look more, honestly, they look more like shitty Kamen Rider costumes than shitty Power Rangers costumes. They're like Spaceman costumes, like generic, like, you know. Yeah, the only only thing that's really Power Rangers-y is they tried to do the diamonds on the chest. The diamonds, yeah. They actually yeah. <laughs> remind me a lot of the original uh, Sentai costumes that were in spandex, that were like clawed and very bulky. Yeah, yeah. It gives me a lot of those vibes. Oh. Well, only one of only one of these costumes is very bulky. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's good. All right, so we see we see the the ladies uh, drive up. We don't actually see anything else come of this just yet. Real quick, why didn't they just go to a costume store and buy Power Rangers costumes, which I'm sure they have? I'm sure no, they we have know they have because we, we have seen children <laughs> dressed up as Power Rangers for Halloween in the show. <laughs> well, it's yeah. obvious that these are their Power Ranger sonas. And they right. they wear them. Oh, they're OCs. Yeah. It's yeah. Think about, yeah, yeah, think about this. It. They did not have a lot of time to throw this together. They already they owned these those. costumes. <laughs> I love they're, it. They're OCs. Yeah. I love it. It's a uh, gray ranger and slightly different blue ranger. Not purple. <laughs> gray and purple. I would say. Uh, gray, ranger, right. gray ranger was my ranger Sona when I was a kid. 
Oh, beautiful. That's really boring. Um, so, <laughs> wow. We, we cut to it's the so moon. Mean. <laughs> we, we cut to the moon, and oh, Repellator's sick. Oh, Finster's trying to help it. He's like, say ah. Uh. This is maybe my favorite scene in the three-parter. Mm-hmm. Say ah. Uh. Uh. Again. Uh. And keep your eyes open, all three of them. All right now, uh, cough for me. <laughs> Don't you ever brush? Uh, monsters aren't supposed to. It's maybe the best scene in the three-part, really but good. it also has nothing to do with anything. No, it's, it's a really complete good. filler, but it's delightful. So, so Finster, Finster, you know, does does the whole like say ah, and he's like, well, you're gonna, you're you're going to have to get ten days of bed rest to get over this human illness. And Repelter's like, I can't. Rita and Lord Zed are already bad at me. I have to go conquer the Power Rangers. Okay, you skipped over one of the best lines, which was Finster's looking in his mouth or whatever, and he's like, now have you been brushing? And the rest responds, monsters aren't supposed to brush. <laughs> but yeah, I also like, he asked, <laughs> he asked the monster to cough, but he's not like, like, he's not like examining him at all. He just asks him to cough. And usually doctors like, when they ask you to cough, they're, you know... They're, like, trying to... Yeah, they're trying to listen to your chest or something to hear how mm-hmm. your lungs are doing. He's, he's, or... he's, he's just standing in front of him and asking the cough. Like, it doesn't make... But whatever. <laughs> I like the idea that Finster doesn't yeah. actually know how to examine a monster, and he's just basing <laughs> yeah. this off what he's seen of Earth doctors. He, he just literally bullshitted this monster into existence of his clay, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weird thing, is this... This show has a weird tendency to, to like... Pretend the monsters have lives outside of like their time as monsters, because like Finster asked him like if he's been brushing, but like my dude, you you just, just created this born, monster yeah. like this afternoon. He's been alive for I don't know three hours maybe. If I'm now, generous, what if when Finster creates the monster, he also creates false memories for the monster, so the monster oh, has no. like recollection of an entire life he never actually lived. That's kind of oh, that's fucking dark. Yeah. I love Finster. Finster is such a good character, and it's also like it's such a good character that leaves it open for like some really nasty shit whenever whenever anything involved with him happens. Right? Yeah. Whenever you actually start examining what he does, it gets mm-hmm. dark quick. Um, but I like yeah. the monster's response to being told he needs bed rest and water. He's like, "I can't." Rita and Lord Zed are already mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I've got I got I can rest after this job. Can you give me something to take for right now? And Fencer's like, "Well, I'll see what I can do." And he pulls out this comically huge syringe. Now you say it's Gigantic. comically huge, but it seems like the right size for a monster of this guy's proportions. It's, it's true. Like half his body. I I don't think that's still the right size. <laughs> yeah. Big but big like syringe this, for big boys. This is uh, like I think this prop was made from like a turkey baster or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. Hey, wait a minute. What do you think you're doing with that thing? <laughs> you're not afraid of a little needle now, are you? Wait, no. Isn't there another way? Well, let me think. Actually, I suppose you could take these instead. Oh, oh yes, yeah. I'll, I'll take the pills. Take two now and two before you go to bed. I'd better warn you, they don't taste very good. 
Okay. Open wide! <laughs> like, the, the monster's like, oh, no, I don't I don't like needles, no, please, is, is, can't you, like, get, is there another way you can do this? And then Fisk goes, well, it's also a suppository. <laughs> uh, but no, the monster turns no, that one down a, as well. It's, it's got a label, though, and it says Finster's tummy, tummy tabs. It's so good. Yes. He offers the pills, and it's like Finster's tummy tabs. Why does he just have this? He has prepared these well in advance and trademarked them, but he wasn't going to give the monster them. He was just going to give him a shot. He's not stomach sick either, though, but apparently it works, so I don't know, whatever. So <laughs> I think this is a placebo, and like the big needle is fake, and the tummy tents are fake, and all those stuff is fake. They're all part of Finster's medically inspired... Uh, uh, comedy routine like improv routine like he just brings these on stage and people say like cure the seas like he pulls out something so what you're saying is the monster doesn't actually have kimberly's cold he just thinks he does yeah that's wild I can so buy psychological it. but like i i like the idea that fitster has this like ready branded like miracle cure because like one way or another it does work like the monster feels fine oh, like man. instantly do you think in Finster's time off when he wasn't, like, when Zed showed up and he wasn't making monsters, he started a company to compete with Timmy Peas? Maybe. Although, here's here's the thing. What's what's the better uh, Power Rangers-related uh, branding? Finster's tummy tabs or Billy's power batteries? Hmm. Uh, tummy I mean, tabs. Tummy tabs has that alliteration that yeah. just really, really elevates That's the product. True. And That's like, true. They don't even have to be like actual. If you wanted to make this real products, you can make them like uh, like moon pies, but they just call them tummy tabs, and they're white moon pies. People would eat well, that. So, so here's the thing: they're supposed to be pills. They're big, but they're also like the syringe. They're monster sized. These are like the size of like urinal cakes. Mm-hmm. Like God. they're fucking enormous. Don't say urinal cakes while he's putting it in his mouth. Don't do that. I mean, monsters <laughs> I mean, are supposed to be dirty, hun. Oh my god. Um, now I'm urinal cakes. I mean, it doesn't have to be a dirty urinal cake. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they actually are. And oh, Finster god. just threw them in there like, oh yeah, these, these look like pills. Oh, ne- no. The next time <laughs> Zed isn't feeling good, here, Lord Zed, try one of my patented tummy tabs. I promise they'll be good for you. Finster, I don't have a mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we cut back to the woods, and the ladies show up, and they get out of their car, and it's time for Bulk and Skull's brilliant ruse mm-hmm. uh, to come to fruition. And they jump, and it's like, did someone say the Power Rangers? And... What I love about what Bulk and Skull do here, uh, I, one thing, it's very obvious that Bulk's uh, Power Ranger costume is repurposed from uh, the Incredible Bulk Meister, because hmm. he's got the huge fucking, like, uh, like, like purple, shiny, like, spandex, like, underwear that goes up to, like, to his chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, what I also love is that they're very... This is Jason Harvey and Paul Schreier trying to imitate the the Sentai movements of the Rangers in that footage, where like they're moving their hands That's around all the time. Too, yeah, yeah. I also like when the girls like first when they first pop up. The one girl, like the blonde, she's like 
she gasped and she looked like she's smiling and it makes me think like did she is she fooled but yeah she's like, I think it's like she's, she's fooled she's fooled for a second and then she's like yeah. wait no also i i just real i i wasn't paying close enough attention for her. i just realized that um skull's costume is short-sleeved and like his arms are partially exposed yeah right. <laughs> it's very, really great it's very poor also they have a breathing tube in the back of their costume that just goes back into the the mask. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It goes from the top of the mask to the bottom of the mask. <laughs> these these are old timey like space helmet costumes like from the fifties. Yeah. It's really wild. They're just two buckets. The ladies don't believe it. And like, come on, we so you know, we we're we're the Power Rangers for reals and there's then, a great bit uh, of musical comedy here where Bolt keeps trying to put his visor up while he talks and it keeps falling down and eventually just gives up and is like, ah, whatever. Yeah. And then one one of the ladies asks, Well, where are the other Power Rangers? And he's just like, They're polishing the Zords. <laughs> and they start to leave. He's like, Wait, don't you don't you want to see our, our Zords? Like, listen, we'll we'll show you how to ride a Zord. Which is some classic like escalation of the lie that you can't follow through yeah. on because I'm pretty sure they don't have a Zord. Yeah, so I wanna know I wanna know if if what if what's about to happen didn't happen, what was their next step? Like, what were they gonna do to <laughs> no, simulate the Zord? I, I really want to imagine, like, just twenty feet behind those trees is like a bunch of like cardboard boxes and shit yeah. stacked together, and it's like, oh, look, our Zord, <laughs> or like yeah, a car or something, like so with extra shit on it. It's a golf cart with a giant <laughs> box on top and like boxes on the side to pretend they're arms. <laughs> 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 But what does happen is Repellator appears behind Bulkin's skull and is like, did someone say Power Rangers? And, you know, Bulkin's skull understandably starts screaming and running away. Uh, the ladies also scream and run away. They climb back into their car and lock the doors behind them. And it's actually really funny. Bulkin's skull start like banging on the windows of this car and like running around the car, trying to keep on the opposite side of the monster, just screaming at the women to let them in. <laughs> it's pretty great and to the, the women's credit they do not <laughs> they should no why the hell would right, they yeah no exactly that was that would be the that was the right call that they made really you know just let these people die i mean like yeah they're they're, they're they tricked them in the which i mean really they're, they're stupid for just listening to like two people <laughs> randomly saying this is where the powers are but like like, okay, would you rather, like, Bulk and Skull, like, get up to the windshield, and then, you know, they're inside, and you see blood splatter on the windshield, and, you know, Bulk and Skull Bulk is and just Skull dead now? Are, <laughs> Bulk and Skull, as far as these women are concerned at this point, are strange, dangerous men. Mm-hmm. Like, one of them has yeah, a butter knife true. in his belt, I just noticed. Skull has, like, a weird, either it's, like, a butter knife, or, uh, or, like, a tiny shovel, like, in the front of his belt. I speak from the perspective of knowing Balkan Skull, I guess, but yeah, like I, yeah. they they seem dangerous, and like they should definitely be left to fend for themselves. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, butter knives, mm-hmm. we cut back to Edenoy. Electro Saber activate. Ah! Mass Rider is like Electro Saber activate, and he fucking Ay-ya. pulls a sword. Yeah. He fucking pulls a sword out of his belt. It's a sword. It looks more like a rod, but yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be a sword, but like... I know, it just, it just doesn't so, look like one. <laughs> yeah. But the fucked up thing about this is... I guess because of the same restrictions against like... Because, you know, like they had to be careful about what sort of violence they show against putties in this show. They can't actually show Dex using his sword against these mooks. 
That's so, so what weird. they do is he pulls the sword out, and then we cut to like super slowed down footage of like the aftermath of him sliding the monsters, slicing the monsters apart, and they're falling down in slow motion, and sparks flying off of them, and he just keeps going ah yeah yeah like a fight is happening, and it's. It's the most awkward thing. So he just waves this glowing stick around and monsters blow up, which is kind would kind of be badass if he wasn't so lame while doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. But that makes me wonder like even more about the like the quality of Master Rider proper if like the primary weapon that Common Rider Black RX has is a fucking sword and they can't let him use it in the footage. Well, here's the yeah. thing like they create mooks that he could use it against. Like, I'm not sure how well the code works, but, like, if they're going to be creating original footage for the, like, for some of the stuff anyway. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, there, maybe in Common Rider there's something, like, especially brutal about the way the sword hits, like, the gremlin things. Right, well, the mm-hmm. thing is, we've had long stretches of Power Rangers where the rangers can't fight the monsters head-on, but they kind of try to make up for it with really good putty fights. So there's no reason yeah. Master Rider couldn't have done the same thing. Another day, Dex, when you're without the help of your troublesome friends! Save your breath for your retreat. Wait up! Wait! Mass Rider, deactivate! You haven't seen the last of me. I'll be back for you, Prince! I'll be ready for you! And I'll find you. No, you won't. Yes, I will. But so we we cut to Count Dragon and his minions uh, start telling him like, hey, so Master Rider got away. Uh, we had to retreat because of his friends. And he's like, oh, oh, you fucked up. You fucked up real good. I'm mad now. I like all of these designs. These are all really cool designs. Did we mention that Ma- Dex deactivates in the area? It's supposed to be poisonous gas. And he yeah, just has no someone mask didn't on. say that. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but basically, the 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 crew for Count Dragon is like, listen, we don't know where these, like, multicolored assholes came from, but we know that they had to beam in from somewhere, and they're going to have to beam back. We're going to wait for them to teleport away, and we're going to see where they go. And then we cut to the moon, and Zed is watching Bulk and Skull run from the Repellator, and he describes it as, ha, ha, this is better than big time space wrestling. <laughs> I mean, I want to see big time space wrestling. You just hear me over here turning my my gears in my head, thinking about what wrestling would look like in the Power Rangers universe. Is it is it kayfabe? Is it legit? Is this more UFC or more like professional wrestling? I have so many questions. There's no way it's kayfabe. No way. No, yeah, it's it's as it's as or more ridiculous than like WWE stuff. Okay, but it's all serious. There is a thing for this. It, it's like um, there's a there's like a a wrestling anime that was on like God, was it called like Super? God, what was it called? It was on Fox Kids. Muscle? You mean Ultimate Muscle? Ultimate, Ultimate Muscle? Muscle? Yeah, that that's what it would look like because that mm. they're literally just like Sentai monsters in that show. The best thing about that show is that professional wrestler Samoa Joe and also badass Samoa Joe stole his finisher from that show and does it on people, the muscle buster, and it's amazing. Nice. That's amazing. But I was just going to say, like, 
like wrestling in the Power Rangers world is one hundred percent real. Even the bits where there's like supernatural shit going oh, yeah, especially on, especially okay. the bits where supernatural shit's going on. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. I have something to do. Uh, open up archive of our own new fake wrestling in the Power Rangers <laughs> universe. Okay, let me start working on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to point out that Zed is watching his monster terrorize two like bumbling idiots from Earth, and is like, "Yes, everything is going as planned. I am my my conquering of Earth is you know on track." Well, it's established that Sed likes to to see Vulcan Skulk suffer. I mean, yeah, but like that's that's true. But like, just like this is all he needs to declare his plan of victory is like, hey, these two guys are kind of scared right now. I mean, in fairness, this is great. Like, he's kind of winning. Vulcan Skull are scared running around in a car. There's two screaming yeah. ladies inside the car. That's his definition of winning. He showed up all pissed at Rita, like, being a destroyer of planets. He was going to, like, conquer Earth in, like, a day to show Rita how wrong she was. And now his standards for winning have fallen to kind of scared Vulcan Skull and a couple of girls. Listen, Zed is, <laughs> Zed is burned out. And bored and sad, and he's just sick of this shit. Like he's taking his he's taking his joy where he can get it now. Like Zed has basically become the fucking middle management of trying to conquer the Earth, and he's just like, you know what? I'm go- I'm just gonna try and enjoy Casual Friday. You know, I'm gonna take what I can get. Let's watch Bulk and Skull get terrorized. And Rita, who actually does still care, uh, uh, presumably about conquering the Earth, is like, hey, um, why don't you grow the monster? Maybe? Do what you do? Well, yeah, Rita, Rita is playing to her strengths, which is, oh, hey, the monster's actually doing okay. Let's escalate the let's escalate things for no particular reason. That always goes well. Yep. And one thing to note, again, and this is this is if Ranger Wiki is accurate, which who knows, but in this shot of Rita telling Zed to make the grenade, in the background, we have some Zed putties, and this is the last time we will ever see the Zed putties. Oh, car went out for a Z boys. Mm. Yep, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss you guys and your ridiculous butts. I'm gonna miss the synchronized dancing, the gobbling, the, yeah, the weird hand movements. It, man, it's not gonna be the same. I promise you, putties. I will never love the Tengu Warriors like I loved you. <laughs> I like no. the Tengu Warriors and the sign a lot, but I don't think they ever get like. Quite as abstract as as the putties did. They also talk. Nothing will ever beat just the fucking ridiculous putties and their their turkey gobble noises and their their incredible entrance like choreography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, say here, uh, so, Eric. Um, I don't know what the what, whatever the maximum length you can play of something and not hit copyright infringement. I think it's like thirteen seconds. Mm-hmm. Can you play thirteen seconds of "In the Arms of the Angels" with just a bunch of random putty noises oh uh, playing over it. it? Thank you. Okay, Eric, I have a counter proposal. Can you play uh, Leave This Memories Alone with uh, Power Rangers uh, putty noises in the background? (laughs) 
Something like that. Just so, something, something sad. We just got. Will you remember me with the Pony Ranger mm-hmm. things in the background? So the monster grows, and the the alarm goes off, and uh, in the command center, and Kimmy's like, "Oh shit, what's what's happening now?" And uh, we see the monster getting big, and Kimberly goes out to fight. And what's great is we cut back momentarily uh, to to the car, and Bulk and Skull start freaking out because the ladies are just driving away now that the monster is huge. They're just like, fuck this, and they back out and drive away. And Bulk and Skull, in a moment of desperation that's mm. not really commented upon, put their hands behind their backs to try and pull morphers out from God knows where. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Imagine if it worked. It just believes hard enough that the morphing grid gave him morphers. Oh, that would have been so good. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's something for three seasons from now, but one of... I think the biggest missed opportunities in the Power Rangers franchise is that Bulk and Skull were never given morphers. So the um first Power Rangers annual from Boom uh Boom Studios comics um actually featured a backup story in which um the Power Rangers are de- incapacitated for some reason and Zordon has to recruit Bulk and Skull. Oh, that's that sounds like everything I, I want in life. It's delightful. But I just want to I just want to say yeah. um Kimberly while sick manages to make back to action work better than Tommy or Jason ever did. He's back. Yes, as you predicted he would be. <clears throat> Talk about a quick recovery. Yes, and we and Zed have made him grow. Oh, what are we going to do now? I'll take care of that overgrown green guy. Kimberly, I fear Repellator may have grown too strong for you to fight alone. We'll have to try and slow him down, Zordon. Alpha, can you contact the others and ask them to meet me there as soon as they can? You've got it, Kimberly. Back to action. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not yeah, a she, good She punctuates line. it with a sneeze, even. It's yeah. great. And I was really, really hoping to get a scene of her showing up and just, like, keeping the monster distracted with her zord. Like, just kind of kiting it for a bit until everyone else showed up. God, I'm good. And I'm so mad that they didn't do that. Of course, they don't have footage for that. Kimberly goes back, but she doesn't actually do anything. Like, we don't see anything else with her until the other rangers get back to Earth. Uh, And to find out how they get back to Earth, uh, stick around a bit. We should probably take a quick break. All right. um, Yeah, uh, I'm going to carry us out by quoting Tommy in this episode. Um, Takes a licking, keeps on ticking. Apparently, this episode's sponsored by Rolex. I'm going to look at more wrestling pictures. Sounds good. Love writing the backstory for your tabletop game characters just as much as the adventure? Ooh, yes I do. How about creating fun, kick-ass, and inclusive characters? Oh, I like that. If you answered yes, then check out All My Fantasy Children, a tabletop character creation podcast hosted by me, Aaron Catano, and my best friend, Jeff Stormer. How cute. Together. 
With our powers combined, we create a new character every single week with the help of listener-submitted prompts and a variety of cool tabletop games. But where can I find it? Find all my fantasy children on SoundCloud, iTunes, Android Play, and on Twitter at AMFC underscore podcast. Alright, so we cut to Edenoy. I can't thank you enough for your courageous fighting in the cause of Edenoy. Glad we could help, really. Yeah, look, I'm sorry, but uh, we have to cut this visit short. Trouble at home. You have your planet to protect, as do I. Good luck, Dex, and keep us informed of your welfare. Yeah, Alpha's really worried about things up here, especially Lexian. <laughs> Go, my friends. Your planet is waiting. The Rangers have this moment of talking to Dex and his friends about like, hey, uh, it was nice to meet you, but we gotta go. Our planet needs us. And Dex is like, yeah, you know, that makes <laughs> sense. You gotta protect a planet. You know, I gotta you know, I gotta protect mine. So I, I hope we'll, we'll see you again. I'm sure this is the beginning of a beautiful, lasting friendship and mm-hmm. alliance between our peoples. And like, yeah, I'll, I'll be seeing you guys a lot and you'll be seeing me and like, yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, it's our good buddy Dex. You guys wanna mm-hmm. swing by Enoi and and it's it's going to be great. Like he's, you know, I'll, I'll see you next time, Rangers, and there will absolutely, definitely be a next time. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I'm friends with Earthlings now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's wonderful. It's 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 fucking wonderful. Feel free to stop me at any time, guys. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> it's good. I like it. I know. I'm and good. in response, the Rangers teleport into space with their helmets off. Yep. yep. Also, oh my god, I right. know this has nothing to do, <laughs> but I really like the fact that Aisha's in the middle. And it makes me think that Aisha would probably be an okay leader if if given the chance. I mean, she yeah, could be an okay anything. The show doesn't give her any yeah, sort of notable say. talents or I mean, skills. Yeah, yeah. She, she seems like she's got her shit together. Like, I think she'd be fine. Yeah, but like, yeah. like Rocky, I don't know if could be a great leader. Adam doesn't become a great leader until, like, overdrive. Yeah, Adam right now is definitely not a good leader. <laughs> Adam is not ready for leadership. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh... Billy, I think, needs a little push. I could see Aisha step into that role. I could see Kim. I, I think Kimberly would be the best leader, but yeah, yeah, like Billy, Billy wouldn't be in his own way as a leader. Like mm-hmm. he'd micromanage. He'd be way too inclined to get hung up on small details and not pay attention to the team. Billy would be like when Nightcrawler was the leader of the X Men for a while in the in the early nineties, late eighties. Like, yeah, he was the leader, but things were weird. Yeah. So th- the thing is, like, okay, so Tommy's kind of. Tommy's kind of incompetent and sorry, incompetent and like kind of full of himself. <laughs> no, I don't think he really is a good way yeah, to describe yeah. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. he, like he's just not that good of a leader. Billy just seems bored and disinterested. Adam is a sad sack. Mm-hmm. Rocky, you know, is is a is a dim wit. Kimberly could be a good leader. Oh, Kimberly, Kimberly would be, be a great leader. The thing is, I'm not sure she's interested in being a leader. Yeah, no, uh, I don't think she wants the job, I which mean, is part of what makes her, you know, ideal yeah. for leadership. Spoiler is she she blows this popsicle stand in a couple of seasons, so yeah, I think she was fine. It's in this season that she leaves, yeah. Is it? Wow. I don't know why I thought it wasn't to seal. Yeah, yeah. By the time we get done with Mighty Morphin, we will have a different Pink Ranger. Wow, I totally thought that was during seal. I'm sad now. Now, now Kat is um, a Pink Ranger before Zeo, and she continues to be until middle of turbo or something oh, yeah yeah 
Man. Like the thing with the thing with Aisha, and this is kind of unfortunate because like Aisha leaves at the end of this season mm-hmm. uh, as well. She's not not le- not leaving quite as soon as Kimberly, but she's yeah. leaving soon. Uh, and like like we're running out of time to actually get an episode that gives us any sort <laughs> of notable traits for Aisha. Like she's had one focus episode so far, and it was just kind of her being overzealous about being mm-hmm. a fire marshal because she thought a dude was cute. Mm-hmm. Like. We're we're, kind of, we're running out of time. Well, like, she had that one episode where her girlfriend came to visit, and uh, that was good. Kimberly true. got jealous, or she got jealous of no, Kimberly. No, no, no. Her, 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 no, her, her friend got yeah. jealous. Her girlfriend got jealous of her and Kimberly, and then and then she was kidnapped with Kimberly, and then she fell in love with Kimberly too, and it was mm-hmm. a whole thing. <laughs> it's it's kind of a weird thing. Like we 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 kind of we we've kind of chipped away at it a little bit here, but like yes, we don't have any like notable things. Uh, about Aisha, but most of the no- notable things we have about people in the show are negative. Mm-hmm. Like Aisha, like kind of to to the point that uh, that y'all have been making so far. Like Aisha just kind of has her shit together. Yeah, she doesn't have that many negatives. She doesn't have that many positives. But the biggest negative about Aisha is actually on everyone else, which is people keep disregarding her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh- Hey, hey, I, Boom Studios, I know you listen to this show. Give me some Aisha-centric <laughs> content, some Aisha spin-off. Back in the past. That, that, that might be a really good angle, actually. Like, Aisha is secretly, like, the best Power Ranger, but no one has ever given her a chance. Yeah, I feel like she, she like, stays quiet and stuff, but, like, the whole time she's, like... She she knows everybody. She knows everyone's strengths and weaknesses, and she knows yeah, like, like she's kind of behind the scenes propping up like Adam and Rocky yeah. because on their own they would be disasters. <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's the one that she's got them through the, the whole the whole ninja competition, the whole thing mm-hmm. when they got kidnapped by Goldar. She's the one keeping the, the the trifecta together here. Yeah, she's quiet, but she's paying attention. I would totally read a series of comics of Aisha after she gets sent to the past. But making her own ranger team there, like finding different powers, that, that'd be interesting. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, sorry, I, I was gonna make a Homestuck reference and imply that like mm-hmm. Rocky and Adam were a thing, and like Aisha was that third one, whatever the club symbol represents, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it is. Kiss uh, me, so because no, no, that's no. that's the that's the mm. enemies one. Um, uh, auspices, <laughs> auspices, auspices, yeah, auspices, yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Aisha is the auspices for uh, fucking Rocky and Adam. Yes, that's her. That's her jam. That's her deal. All those hours of listening. Let me tell you about Homestucks have paid up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we we teleport back to Earth, but on the way. Uh, we see Count Dragon watch these five brightly colored streaks mm. go by. He's like, follow them. They're heading to Earth. Well, I guess that's where we're going to attack next. And that that kind of sets up Master Rider right there. Like, this is why Count Dragon... Count Dragon basically abandons his conquest of mm. Edenoi for the time being. Because he's like, you know what? I'm pissed now. I'm going to conquer Earth. But he never attacks them. Yeah, like no one's no one's trying to conquer Earth already, right? <laughs> I'm sure, like fucking nobody, right? Like if so, if some if some other villain was trying to attack Earth, we'd have heard about it, right? It would have been a memo. I think so. It. Yeah, I'm looking at the the spreadsheet on Dark Specter's Google Drive, and nobody has <laughs> Earth claimed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of Earth, we cut back to Earth, 
And Zed is pissed because the Rangers are back. Well, we cut to the moon of Earth. Let's be clear. Yeah, we cut to the moon of Earth. Well, no, we cut to Earth and the Rangers land, and then we cut to the moon. Man, it's good to be home. Yeah. Now, if these coordinates are right, then... There, Zed's monster. It's time to make the call, Tommy. Right, our Zords. Uh, And Zed's pissed because the Rangers are back. And immediately... Uh, I don't know what Kimberly was supposedly and like the repellator was supposedly doing this whole time, but whatever, the Rangers are back. And <laughs> they were like, just okay. kind of standing around looking at each other, kicking the dirt a little bit. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, mm. I, don't, I don't, I don't know how to fight a monster without my robot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to fight a person at, at this size, to be honest. So they just kind of stand there. Uh, my, my buddy should be here anytime. You want to just kind of, yeah, I suppose. Uh. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of awkward silence. Mm-hmm. Not not unlike this episode because we're all very tired. She's checking her Twitter. She's just like, and he's just like kicking <laughs> kicking some trees over. He's like, kicking a building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not like breaking the building down. Just kind of kicking at a corner of yeah. it a little, yeah. chipping away. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, just picking at the bricks. <laughs> so the Rangers show up. get kind of half of a new sword summoning sequence because the bits with the zords is the same but like the shots of the rangers actually like yelling out like you know you know tiger zord and stuff yeah, like that footage. is new yeah, yeah. That, that's new footage and speaking of new footage when we get to the actual proper zord fight it is original american footage of the of the megazord and the battle mode tiger zord fighting the monster and it's yeah. fucking great yeah it's almost entirely original yeah. Almost. I can't wait to keep having this for the whole next season. All, imagine all the cool fights we're going to see now that we know they have the suits. And maybe they're going to keep doing repaints of the suits. This is going to be awesome, guys. <laughs> <sighs> it is worth noting, though, that for the first time in a very, very long time, there's reason to get excited about a giant robot fight in this show. And I will say, like, I mean... I might be thinking more of um, the, the giant robot fight from, like, next episode, but, like, the, the, sh- the shots are kind of almost better, like, how it's shot than, like, some of the Sentai footage we get. And it's kind of like, I would have liked to see more of this. Yeah, but... they, they go for some really cool, interesting shots. Like, there's one from in between the two swords, like, from over their shoulders that looks yeah. really cool. Like, whoever directed this fight was having fun doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's sort of an out of necessity thing. Like, they don't have a dedicated giant robots battle like set. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and they're doing a lot of low angle shots yeah. where they're fighting too. Like, I like I, I feel like a lot of times when we get the Sentai footage of the giants fighting, they kind of just like here they're they are fighting. It doesn't do like angles and like rotations mm-hmm. and stuff. Well, yeah, the Sentai stuff usually chooses location for the fight so they're either somewhere where there's nothing really for perspective so you can Mm -hmm. pretend they're giant or they're in like a fake city set yeah here they didn't have that so they have to do camera trickery to make them look big it just looks good though i don't know i like it (laughs) it is it is a ton of fun like the repellator like zaps the the robots and they spark and explode and then they pull out they each pull out a sword and it's like oh how cute you both got toy swords (laughs) Because every monster 
like has to make fun of the ranger's weapons before inevitably getting sliced into a million pieces. Well, and also <laughs> they are made of plastic, so mm-hmm. they they absolutely one hundred percent are. The monster actually knocks over the thunder sword. Yeah. yeah. Like, we get the shot of it sparking and, like, doing a, like, plank fall backwards. It's great. Yeah, we actually we actually fucking see the Megazord fall down at an angle other than the one we always see it fall down at. It's kind of nice. It's, it's cool. Uh, but ultimately, like, Tommy fights it a bunch uh, and knocks it down, and then the Megazord gets back up. And they they do like a double punch, like a syn- yeah, they synchronized like call it call the attack double punch. Yeah, and oh, Joel, this is where you get the line you were you were freaking out oh, about. Oh, is this it's- where it was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. It's actually the oh, last yes. thing he says before the Megazord Great. does the finisher. Great. God, that's so dumb, Tommy. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a tongue-based monster. So. Yeah, I, I guess I suppose. Uh, can I just say that, uh, I know it's not the favorite of a lot of people. People tend to go off with the original Megasword or with the newer ones, but actually the Thunder Megasword is my favorite Megasword. And it just, this is might be the best it's ever looked since we can actually see a full fight. And it's so cool. <laughs> and I'm sad that that's Yeah, the Thunder it. Megazord's really good. I'm glad it yeah. got a decent showcase yeah. before they destroy it. They yeah. do, they, there's a pretty good Zord fight next episode, too, with Ooh, the Thunder yeah. Megazord. But, I mean, it loses, but still. Spoilers. But, like, the, the shot of the monster falling down <laughs> and then the two Zords dramatically turning mm-hmm. to the camera in slow motion while there's a ton of smoke is fucking great. No, yeah, this this is a good sword fight, and I'm very happy to have been here to to talk about it. Yeah. This yeah. is really cool. Aww. So we cut to... Do we cut to the... Yeah, we cut to moon. the moon, and Zed's mm-hmm. just freaking out. No! 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 If Count Freakin finds out about this, I never hear the end of it! I will destroy the Power Rangers! I will! I will! I will! He's also very worried about Count Dragon hearing about it, and, like teasing him forever about it but don't worry buddy yeah. that'll almost definitely never happen also this is probably <laughs> yeah. reused footage because we haven't seen squad yeah. and babu at all this episode and they're right there yeah we haven't seen squad in ages and i mean sorry, we haven't seen babu mm-hmm. in ages we saw squad in the finale of the last season for some reason i we never figured out why he was there but whatever <laughs> um we cut to the gym and juice bar and it's these ladies just Bulk and Skull are still trying to follow them and trying to convince them, like, no, give us a chance. We're the Power Rangers. And while while Bulk and Skull like do the next scene, we actually see the ladies in the background get up to the bar <laughs> and meet two who just kind of suddenly magically hook up with two random dudes. That's good. It's kind of great. I love it. Uh, but Bulk and Skull are, are sitting on the stairwell between the, the bar and the gym halves, and is they're sulking, and Bulk says in this, finally, finally, I guess, in a weird sort of way, we actually get like a wrap up to an ongoing plot line because this is sort of the finale of Bulk and Skull's arc from the last season. And it's Bulk saying, Skull, do me a favor. What's that? If I ever come up with another plan that has anything to do with the Power Rangers, staple my mouth shut. And Skull doesn't say anything, but he, he visibly reacts in a way that's really great. <laughs> Skull is very into this agreement. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Skull's 
I mean, yeah, but also, like, in general, like, I, I'm with Skull. Like, I'm so glad that they're fucking done with this, we're gonna discover the secret identity of the Power Rangers thing. Yeah, I feel like Skull's been sick of this, like, whole obsession of Bulks for a while. Yeah, yeah, like, way longer than, than they ended before the end of the day. It, yeah. it sucks, because it was an interesting idea, and they just ran it to the ground. I, they should have done more with it. Maybe they actually do discover it, and then they decide whether they need to keep it or not. Yeah, I think people. we touched on that. Yeah, I think you guys have talked about this. That would have been a way more interesting thing of, like, they actually discover the command center and the rangers or whatever, yeah. and it's this whole, like, subplot of them now, like, resolving to protect their identities or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have to get into weird situations to, to cover for the Power Rangers. That would have been so much better. Yeah, like, Bulk kind of bungling it at on regular basis, and mm-hmm. them having to, like, scramble to cover their tracks and stuff. There could have been some great subplots from that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. no, we get... We get some funny moments, but otherwise, this gets boring and tired pretty quickly. Yeah, the only yeah. good time is, like, the episode where they do discover their secret enemies, yeah. but then yeah. like they just lose yeah. it and like, oh, that's too bad. But that was a good episode, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. It, 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 anyway, though, like I'm glad it's finished. Yes, uh, same. just because it got a little long in the tooth. I can't wait for fascist Vulcan Skull next next season. Oh boy, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, but speaking of wasted <laughs> potential, uh, <laughs> we we cut to the command center and we see the Rangers giving a speech. About how fucking cool Master Rider is, and how nice it was to meet the Edenoyans, and how like they're so glad that Lexian is okay, and everything's gonna be great. And Zordon gives a this this like short speech about how like yes the 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 Edenoyans are a proud and brave people. I have faith that they will succeed in saving their planet, and it's gonna be great. And like folks, I'm so glad that like. I'm so glad that a the Rangers now have this friendship with uh, mm-hmm. with Master Rider that is going to last forever and ever. They have an uh, ally gonna... for whenever they they need backup. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna be be bestest friends, mm-hmm. um, and like I'm sure this there will be many fruitful adventures uh, that they'll go on together, and it's gonna be no, great. The and fruitful also, fruitful adventures I'm... are from a uh, common writer series that hasn't actually aired yet as of this. <laughs> I, I will God. say that Adam says. Do you think Dex and Lexian will be able to get them away from the planet in time? I just noticed. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I still feel like the, the 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 tone of this scene and of the last time we saw them, like there's there's supposed to be this like hopeful thing of like, yeah, yeah, Dex is gonna pull through. We're get, we're gonna we we should go watch Mass Rider and root for Dex, and he's gonna save his <laughs> people and save his planet, and it's gonna be great. Future's looking bright. And, and then we cut to yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to what we cut to. There's another scene in between it where we cut to uh, Count Dragon. All hail, all hail! His evil Majesty Count Dragon is on the bridge. Sire, Your Majesty, my wicked plans for the conquest of the planet Earth are complete. Excellent, Sire. Tell us. I will annihilate those who aid Master Rider and the rest of the people of Earth shall be conscripted into my army of slaves. A plan as bold as it is called. <laughs> Basically, he declares that, like, okay, Earth fucking messed with my shit. I nearly had the Master Rider. I'm going to start attacking Earth now. That's that. Fuck this planet. And that's basically that. 
uh, he, he, he does it in so many words, but like that's basically it. Dragon shows up to Earth and is like, fuck this planet, I'm going to destroy it. And we cut to somewhere on Edenoy, some weird mystical cave. There's pictures of planets on the walls. Uh, Dex is dressed like a centurion, I guess. It's way too big for his body. Mm. It's huge. The sleeves are huge. It's his dad's. He hasn't grown into it yet. Yeah. <laughs> he's only oh, you mean like the king and he's like a wizard, I guess? I, mm, yeah. Yeah. But he's, so, but like Dex is like, the time has come, Dex. But grandfather, I can't just leave you. You must. It is too late for our planet now. Our spirit will live on to guide you to your destiny. My destiny? Planet Earth is Count Dragon's next target. It will be up to you to protect it from destruction. Now, go before it is too late. Grandfather, I will always love you. And I, you, Dex. I don't... Okay, now, it's just because he has a long hair and beard doesn't mean he's a wizard. He's just tens of thousands of years old. He's got a magical crystal in his forehead. They all yeah, have Everyone those. does, I was going to say. But also the robes. His, like, shines a different color than everyone else's. Yeah, he's also got flowing golden robes. Like, he's a it, wizard. It's also no way he's not a wizard. Most old people have weird-looking bathrobes. It's fine. Listen, he is a wizard. <laughs> His crystal's actively glowing, like constantly. I mean, I don't, I don't get how you can look at this guy and not think he's a wizard. Because I, because I don't judge based entirely on appearance. It's well established that any old people with robes are automatically wizards. So, I am very Listen, uncomfortable with this entire conversation. <laughs> so. Uh, you're just basically, you're not a wizard. Basically, Dex is <laughs> like you know suck. we 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 did it. We've won a uh, we've won a, a powerful battle against Dragon. I think this is the beginning of us finally taking back our planet, and and we're gonna win, and we're gonna do it. And Lexi's like, Dex, our planet is doomed. That's it. There's too much fart gas. Yeah, like- we have to abandon it. We have to flee. Also, Dragon is gonna kill Earth, so I'm gonna send you there. Yep. Like, I want the adult swim cut of this, where immediately after he says, you know, I think we're going to be okay now, it cuts to uh, the uh, establishing shot of the planet, and it just blows up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking blow up that meatball. Uh, and Dex is like, oh, well, okay, I guess I'll go to Earth and be the masked rider. And I love you, Grandpa. And he's like, I love you too. And then they hug, and that's the freeze frame on this dark, solemn moment. That is that is <laughs> the last we see of Master Rider in Power Rangers, is this three-parter, this fucking backdoor pilot, ends on what is actually a really, really sad moment. So we talked, yeah, we talked um, previously about how as bad as the um, actor's, like, voiceover stuff is he's actually pretty good at expressive yeah. emotive stuff and like yeah. on this freeze frame he looks so fucking sad yeah oh he's devastated that poor child I like know. like i'm gonna be honest with you watching this last bit here like if i didn't already know for a fact that it was bad i would actually be really excited to, to watch Mast writer yeah like, yeah like it's a decent setup on paper I'm so yeah. angry they didn't dub over this kid because he does have good 
expressions. That's such a shame. Yeah. But I, I would probably would have been untenable to dub him for the entire show. Yeah, that's fair. Like for the spinoff. Uh, but anyway, so we get more stuff during the credits, but instead of a fucking PSA of Jason David Frank talking about doing karate and such, uh, it just seems to be an alternate take of the Bulk and Skull and Two Ladies in the Woods yeah. scene. Which, okay, yeah, sure, all right. An I mean, it's it's, take, it's fun getting... Yeah, and like, even if it's the same basic scene we've already seen before, it's fun to get to see, you know, Paul Schreier and Jason Ivey do some more physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, that's that. That's, um, that's a friend in need. So what do we think, y'all? It was, it was the best part of the three-parter. Yeah. Because of, most of it wasn't on Edenoi. Most of it was just, like, classic Power Rangers bullshit. And we got, like, an original Zord fight, so that was pretty sweet. We got and an original... also, no, the medicine it. scene. The, 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 doc, the, the Doc Finster scene was good, too. Yeah, we got an yeah. original sword fight. We got the end of a decent, interesting one-on-one monster ranger fight. We got Doc Mac uh, McFinster. Uh, it was really good, and and even the Bulk and Skull bits were funny. This was a good power. Yeah, that's episode. true. Yeah, I mean, it had basically nothing to do with the actual a plot until the very end of it. Yeah, uh, which it seems to be typical Bulk and Skull, really. Uh, but like, yeah, this, it seems like just a lot of wasted potential on the whole because like, Hey, they have the actual sword now. That's great. Oh, they're going to destroy them soon. Oh, this is a really interesting setup for Masked Rider. Oh, it actually is going to suck. <laughs> you know, like just, uh, overall, uh, we got like an episode and a half of decent stuff out of this three parter, which is better yeah. than their batting average so far. So, yeah, but so that's that. And then, so next time we actually we start with what is really for reals the beginning of the new season because this was just sort of a weird extra thing uh but yeah like we're gonna fucking part one of the ninja encounter we're gonna get a four-parter where we're gonna see them get the same powers and shit they got in the movie but more different again so we'll see how that goes instead of skydiving we got volleyball yeah, I, the- <laughs> do we have volleyball? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have volleyball. I I love that their quest to get the ninja powers always begins with something sports related. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. How else are you going to show that these teens are good, productive members of society? It has to be either a charity event or a sporting event, or hopefully a charity or sporting both. event. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I guarantee the volleyball tournaments for, for charity. charity. It has to yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so are you all ready for some questions? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm okay. just looking at these designs for Ultimate Muscle, and one of the characters was a giant cell phone with, like, arms and legs, and I really need to watch the show again. <laughs> all right. <laughs> a giant cell phone. I like that, yeah. Nice. Is it, like, one of the the, the old, like, 1980s, yeah, it's like, a brick, phone. brick me, cell phones? Let me post it in our chat. It's just <laughs> a brick phone with tights, and like armbands, <laughs> tights. Well, like I wrestling tights. Nice. No, I love really it. Wrestling under roofs. Oh, fantastic! Oh, oh my shit. god! Yeah. He's got like no. He's got like human arms and legs. It looks so mm-hmm. weird. Oh, that is so weird. <laughs> it has the the brick and the antenna those brick phones had, and it's red, and it matches it. his like boots and and arms. <laughs> it's great. It's really good. 
Please tell what me that he types in name? numbers to do moves. Telltale Boy? Yeah. I don't know if that's the Japanese name or the or the yeah, American he's, he's, name. Yeah, he's a good, good Telltale Boy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all ready to get to questions? Yeah, let's do yes. it. Okay, this first one uh, uh, is less a question, Mike, more just Mike, an op. If people yeah. want to send us questions, where can they send those? Well, I mean, I can say that at the end, but uh, yeah, if you want to send us questions at Teens with Toot on Twitter, uh, Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group. You can email Zach, who isn't here, uh, at teens. It's teenswithtoot at gmail dot com. Uh, but yeah, and I uh, yeah. So that's that's that. Honestly, best way to get a hold of us is probably the Twitter or the Facebook group. Uh, I don't know how often the email gets checked, but uh, yeah, yeah, just hit us up. Uh, so, from Graham, I never even knew Masked Rider existed. I watched Power Rangers, I watched Beetleborgs, I watched goddamn VR Troopers, <laughs> and Masked Rider somehow missed me entirely. Same, honestly. So, yeah, so that's kind of the thing. It kind of speaks to how much of a how much Masked Rider kind of bombed is that like no one fucking remembers this. Yeah, but also. Uh, I think one thing that helped VR Troopers and Beetleborgs, both of those shows are on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Saban renews those shows, they put them on streaming. I'm sure they've been in syndication a lot over the years. I bet you they had VHSs of them. They're never going to air Master Rider on TV or on streaming or anything again, because they're not going to bother getting the rights to Common Rider Black RX again. To be fair, I never saw VR Troopers when I grew up either. I did see about Big Bad Beetleborgs, but I never saw VR Troopers or Master Rider. But yeah, maybe that was a Canadian thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't think in Mexico. I think the only one we got was Power Rangers. <clears throat> I don't think we got any of the spinoffs, including Mass Rider. So the only experience I had with Max Rider was this three-parter. Oh wow, that has to suck. That they they still they still sent you the this backdoor pilot, but never let you see the show that it corresponded to. Yep. I mean, uh, you say that, but who wants to watch Master Rider after well, this? Well, yeah, <laughs> fair. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to. I mean, yeah, have to. It's, it's uh, the blood pack. Have pact. fun with that. Yeah. Oh, you're not you're not going to you're not going to join us for that. I Ricky? mean, it's <laughs> your call. You are the ones who have me based on the Lord frozen cryogenically, and you get me whenever you need an extra member. So, <laughs> All right. will unfreeze me. I I don't get to decide what episodes I watch. I just. Get the release from the cold grip of dead whenever you guys wake me up. Yes, <laughs> okay. lore. That's definitely not actually true. <laughs> definitely. All right. Uh, from James. Uh, if Mast Rider had continued alongside Power Rangers, would it have caused the Ranger side of things to be more grim like the Wild Shift RPM had? Uh, considering you'd have things like the Happy Family Mystic Force alongside people killed and body snatched, like in Kamen Rider Kabuto, or wacky ninjas in Ninja Steel next to half the world population was murdered in slow motion in Kamen Rider Drive. Nah, I don't so, think they would I have felt... So. I don't think they would have felt the need to, like, marry the two styles. We just had some weird whiplash whenever they tried to cross them over. I, I don't even think it would have gotten to that point. I think they would have edited around those parts. They would have changed the plots before. To make them different enough that that wasn't a big deal. Well, I mean, pl- plus, like, okay, like if you look at in Japan, like it, with the with the Tokusatsu shows air, um, Kamen Rider and Sentai crossover all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't think they really affect each other that much. Even no, it's they usually just a single time. episode thing. Like, there's a dedicated day uh, where, like, 
each where the series and it uh, near as I can tell, it's been going on for a few years now. It tends to happen toward the end of the Common Rider season and toward the beginning of the of the Sentai season, where there'll just be a crossover episode where uh, first the I'm trying to remember which one airs first. I believe the the Sentai episode airs first, and like it'll it'll involve the it'll be otwise a normal episode of Sentai, except a Common Rider will show up. And yeah. then it'll be followed up by what is otherwise a regular episode of Common Rider, except the Sentai folks will show up. Uh, the only one I've seen is the crossover between Common Rider Ghost and uh, and Juoger. And what's Same. actually really funny about that one is uh, in the Common Rider half of it, it's just the Red Ranger that shows up, mm-hmm. and he like he shows up at a, at like a pivotal moment during a fight with a monster. And like, what's great about it is is Common Rider Ghost like turns to to Red Ranger Juoger and is like, "Hey, wow! I can't believe you're here. What are you doing here?" And he just responds, "It's just a coincidence. Don't worry about it." <laughs> I also like how <laughs> they, Ghost they just gets fight. Ghost gets mad that they have like um, robots and he doesn't. He's like, "What the fuck? What's this bullshit?" <laughs> yeah, I want a giant robot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I don't think it would necessarily make things darker because. Okay, so here's the thing. And again, again, Super Sentai is darker in Japan too, mm-hmm. but yeah. like it's not darker here. Like, uh... I think the darkness of Toku is is overstated. I think I've said this before. It's just what is considered acceptable or unacceptable in kids TV is different there. Yes, and and I don't mean just that like they'll allow more stuff. It's they have a different set of things that they will and will not allow, and. One of the things that they will allow that we're a lot more hesitant to put in kids TV over here is just straight up like just death. It's just random yeah. civilian casualties in our superhero shows. We don't or like doing like, that. Even uh, a character dying in the team is not super uncommon like it is here. It's kind of like fairly common. Every two or three series, one or more characters from the original from the main team dies in, in Sentai. Yeah. And also, like a lot of the fights, a lot of the fights that happen in in Sentai and Common Rider, like aren't necessarily any more violent than the stuff you'll see stateside. Except yeah. like at the end of the fight, like you know, the they'll have like cuts on their face or something. Like you'll see blood, and that's kind of the only difference. And it's not like, it's not like they have huge gaping wounds or anything. It's just no, no. It's no. like it's like it's like a wrestler would get. Like it's just a little gash on their cheek or something. You know, it's just well, a blade job, brother. I, I mean, I mean, like. I, I, it does get pretty dark, though, because, I mean, like you say, like, it's, it's not that dark, it, it just adds death, but, like, I, I'm just remembering Julie describing, and this is all from memory. The end of, of uh, Jetman? Yeah, the boy, the Black Ranger yeah. it gets, like, mugged after they win, and, like, dies on the way to the on other the character's bench? wedding. Yes, he yeah. dies in the park That's bench alone. It's really dark. <laughs> it's weird because, I've like, seen that scene. It is... Oof. It's good. <laughs> it's weird because, like, the, they'll throw a lot darker, but they'll also be just very, very silly. Yes, of course. Yeah. Jetman yeah. it, is it's, very good, by the way. I really enjoy yeah. that series. Um, but that said, like, I don't, I don't think it necessarily would have made Power Rangers any darker, or... Or I don't think Master Rider would have really gotten much darker if it had kept mm-hmm. going because Same. like like there is there's even here with Mighty Morphin compared to uh Zhu Ranger and Die Ranger, there's a concerted effort on Saban's part to sort of clean things up. And also, I don't think that would change. The example of like Power Rangers going dark that we have here is RPM, which is my favorite, but also one is 
not super dark. It's a little dark. And then the reason it exists at all was because the person running the show said, hey, I can run it. I can make it cheap. I already have everything planned. It doesn't matter what show it is. We can. I have a story that will fit it. And it'll, we'll be able to make it cheap and quick. And I'm good to go. And that's why they went with him. And then they yeah. fired him three-fourths of the way into the show. Oh, yeah. that's And also, bad. the thing is, people bring up RPM, it's as, like, the dark one, but, like, it's known as the dark one. It's an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like every, it's not like, oh, if we had kept adapting Common Rider, suddenly every season of Power Rangers would be RPM. No. I'm sure there are plenty of folks who would like every season of Power yes. Rangers to be like RPM. But, like, look at the seasons I after RPM. Like, yeah. the seasons after RPM haven't been darker. They've actually been, like, way brighter especially newer seasons, I feel they're getting brighter and brighter. I watched the first couple of episodes of Ninja Steel not too long it's ago. It's very clean. It's very it's clean, like, yeah. It's very, very close to original My Morphin Power Rangers and the mm-hmm. level of, like, childlike appeal they're going by. Yeah, I would say that's true. And also, I think people forget that RPM is, like, really funny and hopeful and also, like, really, people say it's dark, but I think people say it's dark because it starts in an apocalypse, in a post-apocalypse world. And it has some dark themes, it has some dark ideas in the corner. Like, yeah, one of the characters is a criminal. One of the characters has, like, a traumatic childhood. Well, like, four of them do, but... One of them is, like, a, uh, like an army son, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like. and whose, whose brother died, and now that's why he's the the Red Ranger. No, yeah, I mean, like, RPM's back... Like, it's, it's like... Okay, its background is dark, and like the, the 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 stuff the stuff in the back is if you think about it, it's very dark, but it doesn't try to be that. It doesn't try to be mm-hmm. really dark. It just tries to be like kind of bright in in a in a really dark idea of a world where half half the population is dead of like the entire yeah, planet. It's, it's not trying to be this ain't Joe Mama's Power Rangers. It's just no. like we're just we're trying something a little different here. The background, the background details are dark. It's willing to acknowledge themes that previous Power Rangers shows have completely glossed over yes. or like conspicuously looked past. Yeah. No. Yeah. But all right. So, uh, but uh, kind of back to the original point of the question. Like, yeah, I, I don't think if Mass Rider kept going, it would really have changed Power Rangers that much. We'd we would probably see more crossovers. Like, I do, I do think that the plan, like, probably would have been for the shows to cross back over if there had been more success. Um, but it didn't, so that didn't happen. Uh, and, and, and kind of to, to, uh, to Waffleman's point, uh, from earlier, I, I do kind of suspect that maybe they would have at least kept trying with Masked Rider with its middling success that it had if Common Rider hadn't ended when it did. Mm-hmm. Cause they're not going to go backwards to older seasons to try and keep Masked Rider going. Yeah. But yeah, so we good? We ready to move on to the next question? Yeah. Yes, that was one question. We're doing. I don't right. know. Can we spend yeah. another ten minutes saying that we don't think it'll really change stuff much? <laughs> no, I'd rather not. Uh, from Trevor, Sonic Forces, yay, nay, or meh? Okay, so okay, let I've... me go first as a person who hasn't played it but has watched two hours of it being played. It looks very funny and cool. And I'll probably only buy it if it goes, like, $7 or below. 
Yeah, um, someone who's like almost beaten the game. I've gotten to like the last boss, which is a very bullshit boss. It's a bad watch, boss. You, yeah, Joel was watching me do it. Like, it, it's really bad. The last boss of the game. Um, I will say that like it was. It's really fun. The Avatar stuff is super fun. Um, the storyline stuff is really fun. It's really cheesy and stuff, but it does like. I don't know. It's kind of had generations have the same kind of thing where it's like it's really fun and cool, but it also feels like rushed and kind of like I don't know. Like, the story just feels kind of cheap. Like it's it's not like Song Major Two story where like it, it's also which is also super ridiculous and over the top. It kind of has these like cinematics that kind of like play out stuff, while Forces kind of has a lot of it just be like these codec conversations that aren't like that great. It, it's it's like. I'd say, like, Frankie, like, get it on sale unless you're, like, a huge Sonic fan. And even then, like, it's fun. Yeah. And it, and it, I had a lot of fun with it, but it kind of overstays its welcome despite being too short. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But I, I did enjoy it. I just wanted for the for the character creator the to mess around really with fun. that. It's really that fun, the character cool. creation stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's really, um, um, there's a, there's a, God, what is the word for that? It, 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 there's, it's really dense, the character creator stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to it. There, there, there's so many different item pieces you can get to customize your guy. They're smart by incentivizing play through constantly releasing more content for your avatar. Yeah, you keep, you get constant rewards Wait, and it's pretty fun. Did they, did they just make a loot game? They, they make Sonic into a loot game? They no, did, but there's no, no, they made there's... it into a like actual normal video game where you get rewards for your play, uh, like rewards in game for playing. I mean, it's kind of a loot game, but you don't yeah. have to pay. There's there's no microtransactions in the well, game. But like, you know, like uh, Borderlands or Diablo, those are loot games, so you never had to. Oh to right, do yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. That you you because don't you like you get stuff if you redo levels, right? Oh yeah, like and there's, there's like missions, there's like daily missions and stuff. Yeah, like, it's yeah, it's a loot game. They yeah, made it. No, yeah, you're right. They made yeah, it to a loot game. And it's it's okay. it's it's fun, but I give it a yeah. resounding meh. <laughs> I, I I enjoyed it, but it's also like, yeah, like I I the, this this last boss is kind of pissing me off a lot. So yeah, I for one am shocked to hear that the follow up to Sonic Generations has a shitty final boss. It's worse than a generation's final boss, in my oh, opinion. Oh, that's a low bar, though. It, oh, Michael, it's it's like a bullet hell game. That's what the Fuck. last boss is like. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'll probably still play it eventually, but like, I too am waiting for a sale. You can watch me playing it on Twitch.tv slash this is this is Emerald. The idea of a bullet hell Sonic could be like super interesting. But based on what I've seen of, of forces, I don't think the controls are there for a bullet hell Sonic. Well, no, and also like like you don't get enough rings. Like it's mm. it, it's hard to describe. Like again, just go go to this is them world twitch.tv. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll watch you play. <laughs> you don't have okay. to. I'm, I'm joking, uh, but you can if you want. All right. Uh, one more question from Jordan. Head dealy boppers. Your thoughts and impressions. What? I do not the, understand the, the boppers, question. What the common Rider has on his head. Do you think oh. they're good? Oh. Uh, yeah. They're cool. Like the crest kind of thing? Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. I like them. I, I think they're good. Anything that varies up the uh, helmet design, 
especially after three years of of my Morphin helmets. It's good because like, man, I really like the 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 oh I forgot what it was called the helmets for the second season the Sentai in Japan they're weird and they're oh, cool. Yeah, the Die Ranger helmets are weird and cool, and I wish they had they would have found a way to shoehorn them in. But yeah, anything that Barry sub helmet design, I think yeah, it's I'm a, I'm super into putting stuff on helmets so that they don't just mm-hmm. look like a smooth round head shape. I really mm-hmm. like the the unicorn horn that Kamen Rider Ghost has. I really like that. Yeah, I mean it's supposed to be like, uh. Fuck, I don't know what it's called. Like, the, there's a whole thing when in that in that show where a lot of the designs are based on like how ghosts are traditionally portrayed in in Japanese culture. That has that like has very little to do with how we in the states would or in North America, I suppose, would uh, would like perceive ghosts. But like, it, it does result in a lot of really cool designs and 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 Kamara ghosts like like weird. In a weird roundabout way, it does kind of turn him into like a unicorn, or in some of his later forms, a straight up fucking rhino, because he's got like this like common rider ghost infinite, uh, or Mugen or whatever you want to call him, just has this huge fucking just ridiculous rainbow spike coming out of his forehead. It's kind That's of awesome. great. I love it. Cool. I think I think we said that I think we said like last episode or the recording that build was like my favorite common rider design and ghost is a close second because it's yeah, i love i love the hoodie and everything it's really good <laughs> the hoodies are good uh yeah so i think i think that's it um does anybody have anything they want to add before we we roll out of here before we ride on i had a lot of fun and uh i hope i wasn't too unprepared for only watching this a week ago and like Watching a little bit right now, <laughs> man. No, no one is any less prepared than us. Prepared for this episode. This was. It was a good one, though. I enjoyed it. Like overall, if you like this Power Rangers, if you like Power Rangers, go watch this episode. Skip the first two. Go watch yeah. this one. I think somebody should do like a super cuts episode of this that just takes the good stuff out of the first two mm. episodes and replaces some of the chaff in this one with it. Power yeah. Rangers, a friend in need, the machete order. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, uh, give me the give, uh, toe for grace. You're not doing anything, right? Can you recut this? <laughs> That's a weird pool. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, folks, sorry. This we we weren't prepared for this at all. We we're just tired. Like, and you can. Uh, so here's a fun little game, folks. If this episode is full of just awkward pauses and a lot of stammering and ums and uhs and mumbling. Uh, then that then you got to hear it mostly raw. If it if this sounds like a professional podcast, then Eric did a really good job. I mean, Eric t- always does a good job. Yeah. If, if there's a lot of stumbling and stuttering and whatnot, just assume that it's our tribute to the Common uh, Rider show or the Master mm-hmm. Rider show, rather that you know this yeah. was supposed to be piloting that that good good Master Rider. He's the good he's mm-hmm. the good Mask Boy. Uh, the the soft Mask Boy. Yeah. All right, let's 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 get out of here. So, for teenagers with attitude, oh, uh, go to audioentropy.com mm-hmm. to see our other stuff. Oh yeah, we should probably plug things. Frankie, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, Frankie Extra with one E on Twitter. I will eventually release another episode of Russell Place, probably. Uh, but yeah, follow me for all the weird half projects I start. Uh, yeah, 
that's that's about it. Uh, last time I plugged in uh, Eric's show, uh, go listen to my friend Taylor's show, Games Closet. It's a queer and LGBT-focused tabletop game, and I have an episode with him that you need to go listen where we talk about why superheroes and wrestling need more queer characters. Cool. Uh, Joel? Uh, yeah, like I said, audioentropy.com. Uh, also, youtube.com slash audioentropy or Twitch t- twitch.tv slash video entropy um yeah to find all our uh, video content and uh other shows i do and i don't know if you, this is the third part of a three-parter you probably know what should i do by now <laughs> yeah. i kind of want to know what sort of person jumps in like right here <laughs> i always wonder uh emily um you can catch me on other audio entropy podcasts like war and beast uh interested passions and uh home for minute losers um, you can also catch um, my, me on Twitter at this is Emeralds, um, and I, as I mentioned before, I'm I play I've been playing Sonic Forces on my Twitch uh, channel, um, Twitch.tv slash This Is Emerald, and I'm prop I might even stream later today. Let's see what happens, but I mean this will be like weeks later, so you'll be able to catch it. <laughs> I might stream like a week and a half ago. <laughs> well, okay, now to be fair, this might also be true when they hear it. She might still be streaming the final boss, so. <laughs> oh my god uh, so you can hear me uh, on the aforementioned Home for Infinite Losers Dragon Ball's real bad y'all uh, you can also hear me on Going Pear Shaped uh, with Matt and um, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit and that's that's that that's that y'all mm-hmm. woo yeah. yeah so for Teenagers with Attitude I've been Mike I've been Joel. I've been Emily. And I'm Frankie. And may the power protect you always. At least this show doesn't have enough space like the other one. The time has come, Dex. But, Grandfather, I can't just leave you. You must. It is too late for our planet now. Our spirit will live on to guide you to your destiny. My destiny? Planet Earth is Count Dragon's next target. It will be up to you to protect it from destruction. Now, go before it is too late. Grandfather, I will always love you. And I... Bok, 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 bok.